What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Malcolm Hall, and you're listening to Our Journey Podcast, sponsored by LiveReal. Today, guys, I'm super excited to be doing yet another podcast. Um, and just to remind you guys what the podcast is about. Um, so it's called Our Journey because it's about going on a journey together and people are creating their own reality. And with that being said, I would like to introduce my guest today, uh, Crystal Guerrera. She is a marketing guru. Um, keynote speaker and owner of uh, Guerrero Media. Sorry about that. How's it going today, Crystal? It's going great. How's how are you, Malcolm? I'm doing well. Doing well. So, um, so let's just get right into it. Um, so just tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, who you are. Yeah, for sure. So thanks for having me on. Um, so I've been in the marketing space for eight years now. I really started in tech, which is a little bit not where I expected, you know, when I thought of marketing software was kind of one of the last areas I thought about. But um, so I'm in SAS, for those of you that know the acronym software as a service, currently running the marketing department as a VP of marketing for a healthcare software company. Um, Prior to that, I was with a project and portfolio management company. So Again, just on the tech side. And then since then, you know, I've kind of also made the leap to having my own business with uh, Gara Media. And I do a combination of media consulting and strategy, um, a lot from my own experience, as I've mentioned, you know, having been in the space for eight years now. And then the speaking engagement platform really came from a need that I saw when I was growing up. I just didn't see a lot of women were in the types of leadership roles that I wanted to be in, um, you know, doing the types of things I wanted to do when I got older, um, you know, being in an underserved community myself as a, as a minority. And so I uh, really felt an obligation to kind of go back and share what's really worked for me. And, you know, from then it kind of spawned on to working with colleges and university students you know, high school students, and then a lot of business professionals with, um, with an emphasis in women. So that's, uh, that's what I'm all about and excited to, to kind of be here. Yeah, that's awesome. That I know we've, uh, we've done an Instagram live before, and we've talked a little bit about that. And I just think that's really cool that you're uh, serving your community. And um, especially, as you said, a minority doing these things, and as a woman too, just going out there yeah. and killing it. So Thank you. For sure, for sure. Um, trying to see. Uh, so, why did you choose marketing and speaking? Like, what, like, other than, um, just being a woman and like wanting to be yeah. a voice. Like, why? What were some other reasons you wanted to get into it? For sure. So, marketing was interesting. I think I've always had a little bit of a creative side to me. Um, you know, in college, as I was kind of deciding where where I really wanted to lean on. Um, a lot of it came from my dad's business. Uh, my dad has his own business. He's been doing uh, commercial farming for about 20 years now. And growing up, I, not so much by choice when we were younger, you know, he kind of, we all were helping out with the family business. And as I got older, I mean, and um, his business consisted of, you know, fruit stands throughout the state. And we basically would, each of us, there's four siblings, we'd each man our own booth for the day in the summers. 
and just after school help out with that. And I really got a sense for enjoying the idea of pairing people with a solution or kind of trying to figure out which produce, which kind of product would work best for them based on, you know, were they cooking with it? Were they canning? And so I just gotten a knack for communicating with people at an early age and, you know, kind of promoting our brand and what we were doing. It was kind of fun because our fruit stands, like my dad would kind of leave us, you know, there for the day and we really got to man our own business. And so I would say that's probably what sparked my interest. And then as I got, you know, into college and started taking more classes, I just really gravitated towards that business, the business side. So um, that was it. And then as far as speaking, I mean, I've been doing conferences and speaking engagements for a long time. Even in high school, I started, I did a lot of actually debating, um, uh, competitive debating and uh, public speaking there. And in my own career, you know, speaking at conferences wasn't, was something that was pretty common for me. And so now being able to go back and not necessarily speak about just my job and kind of my work life, but dig a little deeper and make it more personal with some of my own success stories. It's just been, you know, a great um, kind of bringing together of both, both, both my passions of marketing and working with people and sharing my story. Yeah, that's awesome. I know for me, just like, when you're vulnerable with people like on social media and stuff, that's when they really buy into you. So I definitely agree with you on that part. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so like, what's, what would you say like one of your biggest passions are like other than marketing and other than speaking? For sure. Um, so my biggest, I mean, I do have a, a huge passion for travel. I think that I grew up in a really small town in rural Utah. So I'm out here in Utah and just never really going anywhere. Um, A lot of it was because my parents couldn't really afford it growing up. We didn't travel very often. And so in high school, I took my first trip that was to Alaska of all places. Um, Mm. Really my first time being on a plane going anywhere and just kind of opened my eyes that, you know, the world is, is bigger. And, um, you know, from then on, uh, one of my first, uh, direct selling businesses was was in travel and leisure and so really just gained a huge appreciation for experiencing other cultures um food is amazing everywhere (laughs) so i would say i would say travel is definitely a big passion of mine and then um seeing other people succeed as well that's um you know i love making an impact and helping other people realize their potential and so being, being yeah. a, being a part of that journey is a really, um, fulfilling feeling. Yeah, that's super awesome. And we love to push that as well. Like with the live real stuff, just motivating people just to be like, yo, I can do this. I can do whatever I want to do, you know? So, exactly. and then the whole travel thing too, like that's, I, I remember the first time I got in an airplane, I was like, holy like my town is so small compared to how big I really think it is you know exactly it's it's definitely uh it definitely opens your eyes and gives you a different perspective um what what makes you different than other people in what you do like your career or in anything you do honestly for sure um I think a big thing of mine is just I am 
I'm very real and authentic with people. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that I, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of that growing up where I would ask somebody a question like, Hey, you know, how, how did you make this happen? And how did you make that happen? It was a lot of kind of fluff and not a lot of numbers. Or sometimes, you know, people were afraid to kind of hurt your feelings or tell you, you know what, it's actually going to be really hard, but it's going to be okay. And so one of the things I like to do when, you know, I speak with people is I really like to break down processes and Mm -hmm. because I've been there um, and, you know, I've done, done what it is I'm talking about. I think one of the challenges I have from, you know, the term motivational speaker is oftentimes people go into speaking because, you know, they, they think they're just great at, at um, communicating And for me, it's not so much just about your ability to speak and say things, but your ability to Mm -hmm. actually um, share with people process and the way to get results. And so when I'm talking to women about rising in leadership positions, it's because I've been in a position of leadership. And when I'm talking about, you know, negotiating salaries and what that looks like, they're all things that I've actually done myself. And so Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that, that's unique, um, you know, that I, I, I really stand by is I want to give people not only, you know, feel good stuff, but things that they could actually take back and implement, um, you know, in their own careers. And so that's, that's something that's very unique to me. Um, and then I am a little bit off the cuff sometimes. I'm not like super polished. I think some of it is my, uh, being Latina. Sometimes my Spanish comes out a little bit, um, I have a tendency to get a little sassy with people or, you know, I, I just, I speak how I would if you were a friend of mine. And so yeah. sometimes, you know, that gets a little bit raw and uncut and, uh, that's just, that's just how I like to keep it with people. I feel like, you know, it's, it's important to, to, like you say, you know, live real and be real. Exactly. Yeah. It, that's huge. I just like the Austin authenticity and just like for me when I speak to people I just speak how I normally would like they're like oh you're just some average guy exactly like (laughs) there's nothing there's no like secret to it you just gotta do it you know yeah exactly I mean if they're words I think sometimes it's like people want to be these speakers and they go into speaker mode and you know they're trying to use words that they wouldn't normally use or that they don't even know the meaning of just to try and sound fancy. And for me, it's like, I'm more about, you know, being passionate and really connecting with people. And so that's, that to me is what's most important. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So just wrapping up here, what's one of the biggest pieces of advice you could give to the listeners on our journey podcast, um, mostly ages 14 through 28? For sure. Um, I think the biggest thing is to start before you're ready. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's, it can feel a little bit overwhelming sometimes when you're learning something and trying to execute at the same time. But honestly, you're going to learn so much more by just executing. So um, one of the phrases that I use is um, analysis paralysis, which means I know those people that are always learning. They're like always looking up how to do something, but they're not actually, they're not actually just putting stuff together. And it's like, 
I think the best way to explain it is I think of like the Ikea. Have you, have you ever bought anything from Ikea before? Um, I don't think so, but I've heard of it. Yeah. So it's uh, Ikea is infamous for, you know, build your own furniture. And I'm one of those people that I will look at the instructions a couple times, but then I yeah. feel like when I dig in and I start putting the pieces together, it starts making more sense and I'm learning and visualizing and doing it all at the same time. Whereas if yeah. I were to just stare and you have people that are like, take the instructions and they're like, Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go read up on this or learn, learn everything about it in, you know, they'll look at the instructions for two days and they actually won't put this <laughs> together. So I would say the biggest piece of advice is just start executing, start doing things. And as you are in motion, you'll attract, you'll either attract the thing that you're trying to accomplish, or you'll just kind of figure stuff out along the way. And a lot of times we're like, no, I got to have the website upright and I've got to have this, this and this and this. And, and in doing that, you're kind of preventing yourself from executing and moving forward. And I will say that the best experiences of my life typically came from when I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then I learned so much from that and I'm like, wow, you know, and, and you kind of figure it out as you go, but don't feel like you need to have all the answers or everything needs to be set up, um, you know, in order for you to get started. It's just start executing and things will, things will begin happening and unfolding in your life. For sure. Yeah. That's so true. Like, even sometimes I find myself, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm working on like video editing and I'll be like, okay, well, I got to learn this before I try it. And then I'm like, no, nah, just put the clips in and just do it. Like, you know. Yeah. And you'll just, just no. understand. And, and I, I totally get that because I'm naturally a little bit of a perfectionist myself. And so yeah. I will, I will sit and tinker with things and, you know, make all these little tweaks. And, um, you know, I'm a big believer in just you know, push, push it out and just know that, you know, maybe your first few runs, your first few edits might not be totally polished, but you're going to get better as you continue to put yourself in those kind of uncomfortable situations. For sure. That makes, that makes sense. You know, like that's, that's great advice. I couldn't have said it better myself. So great. But, yeah. But thank you so much for being on the podcast guys. If you want to check out this episode, um, be sure to go to myliverel.com. We'll be posting that also on the social media at myliverel.com. And go grab you some merch and show how you're creating your own reality. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Peace.